When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When this poor man gets beaten to within an inch of his life by an infamous gang leader, resulting in him spending months in prison, he decides that he's not going to stand for that. Years later, him and his friend come up with a plan to enact revenge on this gang leader. They stake out his house, destroy his car, and ultimately end up smashing his legs to pieces. This is r slash nuclear revenge. In the 70s, a gang beat up my dad and put him in the hospital. So he got revenge on all of them. This isn't my story, but rather my dad's. I know the believability of this might be hard, but I believe this story to be true. My dad was a very nice and hardworking man with some of the greatest patience for BS I've ever seen. But he also had a temper that could make an angry moose turn the other way if he was pushed far enough. Well, when this happened, he was definitely pushed far enough. He told me this story once and only once about 10 years ago and never spoke of it again I wrote it down in a journal from memory back then so I wouldn't forget I will try and retell it as best as I can from what I wrote in the journal a decade ago This story happened in the late 70s My dad was a young man striking out on his own for the first time He lived alone in a really trashy part of town while attending college and working at a gas station as a steady job But the area had lots of thugs and lots of violence There was a group of guys he knew from high school that just loved to mess with him The first thing they did was spray paint graffiti all over his car a 68 chevy nova Then they started harassing him every night He was coming home from work or class because they were always hanging around his building The leader of the gang was a big guy dad referred to as ted I don't know if this was his real name or not Ted was a relentless bully to several other kids in school. He beat up my dad many times over the years, but in high school in particular, he hated my dad because Ted failed and dropped out during senior year since they wouldn't let him play football with his failing grades anymore. My dad, on the other hand, finished with some pretty decent grades and got a partial scholarship to a local community college. So to say ted resented my dad was putting it mildly one day when my dad was going into his apartment Ted and his gang ambushed him and beat him terribly in a back alley My dad laid bloody and unconscious in that alley all night He was found in the morning by an old lady walking her dog and she called for help He was in the hospital for months with several broken bones and head trauma as a result And this caused him to lose out on a lot of his college classes and he had to retake them Of course, he told police it was ted and his cronies that beat him up But the police weren't very good at their jobs And they claimed that they had no evidence that ted did it because he and his friends all supposedly had alibis And there were no other witnesses Well, that didn't sit well with my dad He spent some time in physical recovery after getting out of hospital and then moved to a new apartment with a friend as a roommate And together they plotted his revenge on ted my dad told me that back then if police failed you Then you took payback into your own hands Now a thing of notes is that my grandfather on my dad's side worked at the city dump 
and he was always bringing things home to collect donate fix resell etc my dad helped him out with this a lot so he learned a lot about fixing and making things and while his father was at work he found ways of sneaking into the dump at night now as a teenager he would sneak in there at night with friends to find stuff that they used to build a hidden fort in the woods nearby my dad said the fort was so well made that it even had a makeshift wood stove that they made out of recycled bricks and a metal barrel to use in winter to keep the fort warm This is important for later. So over a few nights, my dad and his friend snuck into the dump just like they used to in order to look around for things that they could use. Bit by bit, they found some old stinky clothes, shoes, and some old wooden baseball bats and a few other useful things for the revenge. The dump also had an assortment of used tools the employees found in the trash and set aside to be used on sites but also regularly borrowed. So nobody really kept track of them. My dad and his friend kept all of the stuff they were going to use hidden at the old fort they made as teenagers near the dump. So they had a perfect place to build the tools of their revenge. Next, they made sure they had as solid of an alibi as they could make. My dad and his friend were living on the top floor in an old three-story apartment building and he was already well-liked in the building for being handy and fixing a few things for his neighbors. The walls between apartments were kind of thin, so neighbors often heard the comings and goings of people on the same floor. They'd come out to greet my dad and his friend when they came home in the evening. Now, apparently the building had no fire escape, so the doors were typically the only way in or out. And the main door of the building was generally locked at nights with a clerk sitting watching the entire time. So they came home that night, checked in with the clerk, said their good evenings to several neighbors, and then locked themselves in their apartments. They waited until midnight and then used a knotted rope found at the dump to climb down three stories from their apartment window, which coincidentally was right above the dumpsters in the side alley. They hid part of the hanging rope behind a gutter pipe and then hoofed it a few miles to the old fort where they'd hidden what dad referred to as revenge cycles. He told me they were bicycles that they'd pieced together from junk parts found in the dump that were built and modified using the borrowed tools to have mounts for carrying the baseball bats and a few other things they couldn't fit in backpacks that they needed at the ready without making much noise or bogging them down. They rode the revenge cycles to the bungalow in an old neighborhood where Ted was living with his friends, though squatting may be a better word. Dad said it was a drug house where dealing was regularly done, which was good in a way because that meant they wouldn't call the police unless they wanted to risk exposing their operation. They scouted the area for a few nights to plan their attack, then waited for the perfect opportunity. First, my dad and his friend put on Halloween masks to cover their faces and took a tire iron that they'd brought and quietly removed the lung nuts from two of the wheels that were on Ted's trashy van. Then they spray painted an insignia that was used by another gang from the area on the side of the van to make it look like this was a rival gang dispute. My dad and his friend then spied on Ted and his gang for hours from the windows using homemade periscopes that were painted dull black so they wouldn't be seen. Ted and his cronies spent some time getting drunk and high until Ted got so wasted he went to bed. My dad and his friend waited patiently for Ted to start snoring and quietly snuck into the house through the window of the room he was sleeping in, locked the door from the inside and bolstered it with a chair. Then, in unison, they bashed both of Ted's legs multiple times right on the kneecaps with the baseball bats. And when Ted tried to cover himself, they bashed his arms too. Then, they held him down and emptied a plastic bag of fresh, warm poop 
that they'd both contributed to making all over his face before getting the heck out of there fast because he was screaming ted's cronies couldn't get into the room before my dad and his friend were out of there they ducked into another yard and rode off on the revenge cycles from a different street before anyone saw them But they heard from other people in the area that ted's cronies tried to load him into his van to take him to the hospital But as they got going the wheels on one side of the van came off and they had to call an ambulance Both of ted's kneecaps were so badly broken that doctors said he'd never fully recover and would have to walk with a cane for years As for ted's cronies a few of them got arrested Police came to the hospital to take a statement from ted and noticed a couple of them didn't look so good They asked him a few questions and then searched them They ended up in the slammer for drug possession Which prompted police to search the bungalow they were living in But some of the other guys were smart enough to move all of the drugs to another location when they thought a rival gang was after them So the cops didn't find much ted's remaining cronies later got cornered by my dad and his friend the next night When they followed them in their disguises on the revenge cycles to a back alley where they'd been known to regularly hang out and sell drugs And this time they brought a gun to hold them hostage with my dad's friend held the gun While my dad disarmed them all of some knives they were carrying and then beat them up with a bat After the beatings were over my dad and his friend claimed to be with a rival gang And told Tez cronies that if they didn't leave town They'd get something a lot worse than a simple beating and for some added incentive They sprayed one of their feet with lighter fluid and dropped a lit match onto it Causing the guy to freak out and kick his flaming shoes off This seemed to work as all of them were gone from the city not long after that My dad and his friend hid the revenge cycles and dropped the knotted rope from the window into the dumpster below Where they later retrieved it in the morning while taking the trash out and disposed of it Police of course did eventually come to talk to my dad and his roommates But they claimed no involvement in what happened to ted And the neighbors and apartment clerk all told them that they never left the building after getting home on those days My dad and his roommates then let the police come into their apartment to search the place But they didn't find anything that could be considered evidence as they'd already disposed of the stuff they used by taking apart the revenge cycles And at night they had burned the baseball bats masks the shoes and clothes They wore and the knotted rope in the fort's barrel stove till there was nothing left but ash As for the gun well, my dad said it was never real But was instead a very realistic metal toy gun revolver that looked real enough in the dark to hold up someone And they got rid of it by tossing it into the dump The cops were satisfied in the belief that my dad had nothing to do with the incidents and just bid them good day Dad never told anyone else but me and his younger brother that he and his friend did all of that As for ted dad said he never really bothered anyone again And he ended up eventually leaving town some years later because he was convinced another gang was still out to get him What happened to him after that? Dad didn't know I could tell that he felt some measure of guilt for what he did back then But also seemed to feel fairly justified in it as well Since ted had badly hurt many people around town just like what he'd done to my dad So I suppose it was well deserved on some level But my dad adamantly told me to never try anything like what he did And I can't say I blame him Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. 
At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And there we go. Definitely a very nuclear revenge story right there. I mean, look, completely justified in my opinion, but going and smashing someone's legs up, definitely nuclear. That is ridiculous. I mean, in terms of revenge, guys, does it get more serious than making sure that somebody never walks again? That is crazy. I mean, what's worse than that? Just murder. And that's it, really. It's up there, that's for sure. But to be fair, like OP says, and fair enough, guys, if you disagree with this, I do think it was completely justified. Being in a gang, not great. You often get away with loads of stuff and, you know, face no real repercussions. So to have a little bit of karma and feel what it's like and then be forced to, you know, run out of town. Well, not run, you know, maybe hobble. Uh with your walking stick yeah bit of bit of your own medicine it's good it's good karma i back it what's actually amazing about this is that i reckon in retrospect these guys and ted especially would have much rather just been caught by the police in the first place because then at least he'd still have his legs right yeah he'd be in prison and stuff but at least he'd be able to walk now life completely ruined not just kicked out of the town due to some rival gang that doesn't actually care that much about him clearly but has all just been massively exaggerated by your dad and his mate that's brilliant by the way i love that you just put some rival gangs um the insignia on his van when they weren't even involved in the first place really good stuff but yeah he can't walk that is insane guys comment down below do you think that op's dad went a bit too far here or do you think it was good enough or do you think he should have gone further let me know i'm interested anyway guys that is going to do it for this episode of r slash nuclear revenge but before you click off the video instead click here because in this video another episode of nuclear revenge we follow the true story that is ongoing right now you know i'm not going to say anything more about it you just gotta click it it will be revealed in this video all i'll say is this case has not been solved yet and it's still ongoing police are looking into it if you're interested click it it's very interesting trust me